Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cover. I am your, your host, John Robb, joined here by my ever-fabulous co-host, Jeff Ayers. Jeff, how you doing? Doing good. Hope you're not uh, cooking too many eggs on the sidewalk. Oh, yes. Uh, we, I dropped, in fact, it's funny you asked that because I was coming home from Rouse, and I dropped my eggs, and they landed on the asphalt, and they just all started cooking because it's only 110 here today so when we're recording this but yeah burning our butts off uh but there's no that's all right there's no global warming um (laughs) but we got a very exciting show for you today we are going to be talking with andrews and wilson of course they are best known for their tier one series we're going to be speaking about their new book called collateral and we also want to make sure that you also know that all of our shows are brought to you by Suspense Magazine. So visit suspensemagazine.com for more information. And also, don't forget that we have our anthology coming out. Our first anthology is Suspense Magazine with Jeffrey Deaver, Linwood Barkley, John Lasquois, Heather Graham, Reese Bowen, Hank Philip Ryan. The list goes on and on. That is called Nothing Good Happens After Midnight, coming out November the 17th. And it's available for pre-order, so check that out. So without any further ado, Jeff, you ready to go? Let's do this. This is exciting. All right. So back for their next show here uh, for Collateral, which launches on September 1st. Hey, how are you guys doing today, Brian and Jeff? Nice to have you guys back. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having us, man. Always good to talk to you guys. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks for having us on the show. I love the title of the anthology, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So nothing good happens after midnight, even though, depending on where you're at, maybe some things can be nice, but you won't remember it in the morning when you wake up and then you realize that she's next to you and you're like, what did I just do? And you're like, it was fun at the beginning, but it ain't good now. So, but that's okay. You know, stuff like that happens. I don't know if that ever happened to you, but you well, never know. we did that. There is an expression in the military that's similar. You know, you, you don't, nothing good happens after midnight strategically. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh. Nice. There we go. That's what I was talking about. And I just hit my phone down. But that's all right. We got it all. So give us a little bit about what you got going here. So your latest book is called Collateral. It's the latest in your Tier 1 series, book six. So give us a little taste. Jeff, you want to kick it off? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, Tier 1 is is the the series we've been writing for a while. We love these characters. We love the stories. Book six is called Collateral, comes out September 1st, like you already mentioned. And, you know, um, we've been writing these books as sort of trilogies. You know, we had these first three books uh, in the Tier 1 series were sort of centered on VVAC and Iran and, and stuff that they were doing. Um, and we wrapped that up. And then in book four, we were able to launch this new enemy, which was Russia and uh, some of the uh, false flag operations that they were running, and we've been pitting our Ember team against a, a sort of a mirror image team, and it all sort of comes to a head here in book six. I don't want to get too too much into uh, the book five stuff because there's a handful of people maybe that still haven't read that one, so I don't want to ruin it for them. But book five does end with a climax that restructures the Ember team and puts them on a path that clearly is one of vengeance against. Uh, their Russian counterparts. And so the book six is going to attack that. But what we're excited about for book six, John and Jeff, is that we have taken it to a level that we hadn't done before that we were a little bit nervous about um, because uh, we had never done sort of big global uh, white side military operations. And so this book was going to take 
is going to take the, the entire world to the brink of war with conventional forces and Marines and F-22s and Marines flying F-35s. And we have an Arleigh Burke and the skipper of that boat uh, plays a big role here. So we were able to set this global warfare backdrop for our covert operations with the Ember team, which was really new and really fun for Brian and I. Well, I have to say, um, first of all, I love the book. It reminded me a lot of, like, uh, the 24 show because it, there's never a clear good choice. It's not like if you do A, everything is fine. You, you have these things that they have to decide. You know, whatever they decide is going to be a problem. And uh, I also have to say shame on you both. Shame on you both. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, but your kids, man. What do you mean? What do they do? <laughs> well, Shame on you both, all, scalding first you. Of all, I am because the characters go through the ringer like I've never <laughs> seen before, and um, isn't that the whole I, point? I, I pray, well, yeah, but but come on. And I also have to ask: Is there going to be another one? So thank oh, you for the scolding. That means we well, did like, our job. Well, like, I mean, how do you answer that question after you get scolded? You're like, you're going to be another one. Yeah, Jeff, we're going to piss you off again. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. May I have another, right? Thank you, sir. May I have another. Uh, yes, so uh, if, if, we, if we get a scolding, it means we did our job by, by creating some character angst in the, in the reader, so that's always good. And, you know, we, we intend to keep writing this Tier 1 series as long as the fans keep reading the book. So uh, that, okay. that's sort of the short answer to the question. But I think that, you know, having read the book, Jeff, you sensed sort of that there is an opportunity for a pivot here at the end of the book. And that's something that, you know, I think is sort of part of the Andrews and Wilson style is that, uh, every once in a while you get one of these pivots that takes you off in a different direction, and at first maybe it feels a little uncomfortable, and you're like, oh, I don't know where this is going, but uh, it seems exciting, and I guess I'll trust these guys and go along for the ride. So I think, uh, you know, as we start, you know, Jeff and I have already started outlining and thinking about book seven, and, um, uh, yeah, you're going to be in for one of those pivots, that's for sure. That's good to hear. Okay. Um so this is for both of you, and we'll start with uh, the other Jeff. Who is your favorite character to write about on the team? Oh, wow. That's, um, that's, it's almost an unfair question after six books because, you know, they, it's, like, it's like asking me who's, who's my favorite kid. Um, I'll answer that. Children. My favorite kid of yours is – no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got no problem with answering those. It's funny because I know when you guys – but here's the thing. Your characters aren't going to know. Yeah, well, that's so you can call him out, dude. It's, it's cool. And Come I'm on, not, I want to hear it. Don't don't give us the sure. justification answer of it's tough like my kids. No, because your kids will be pissed uh, well, at you. Your characters won't. Well, if you knew my, our dynamic in our family, it would mean more to you because my daughter. I'm always telling her, look, we don't have favorites, but if we did, you'd be in fourth. So well, I have. Right, see. <laughs> so. Um, I think, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to pick one. I'm going to have to give you at least two. The, the two that are the most fun to write for me are, are Dempsey, of course, simply because, not because he's the central character, but because he has so many layers of complexity. And I love that he doesn't know that about himself. I think that Dempsey sees himself as this very simple black and white, right and wrong guy with no conflict. And yet, 
in the background of his mind is huge conflict and moral ambiguity and evolution. And I think that's been really, really fun for me uh, to write that those layers into a character uh, like Dempsey. You know, so often we get these, these heroes that are very cookie cutter, superhero, Superman kind of guys. And writing somebody that had a lot of other layers was really exciting. And the other one for me is definitely Kelso Jarvis, just because he's so bizarre. He's just doesn't think like other people, super smart, but just sees things in a different way. And that was really fun to write. He's, he's like Brian. It's like writing about Brian. Brian thinks weird also. Well, we know that, but we don't say it out loud, right? We don't say it out loud. Not, oh, that's right. We did. We Obviously, we right. do. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when you have a Jeff, you never know what it will say. I know. I'm with you. <laughs> Fucking Jeffs, you just cannot predict. You know. I guess, is Jeff, is, is Jeff the Karen? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, that's really uncomfortable because that's also Brian's wife's name. So now I'm, I'm really yeah. uncomfortable. Hey, I'm, so, so see, so Brian's got a Karen and a Jeff. Brian, dude, I'm with you. Because my sister's Karen. You know, you so I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you think yeah. it's worse to have a Jeff or to be a Jeff? Which do you think is worse, being a Jeff or having a Jeff? That's a tough one. We could do I a think whole show on that. I don't know. That's a, I that think is a John good one. and I need to have a, have a, a, a drink and talk about this. We do, yeah. <laughs> and hey, it's not like my name is freaking fantastic. I'm named after a bathroom. I'm a guy who picks up hookers. I'm a dead guy you can't identify. I mean, that's who I am. So, you know, I'm not the greatest here. But, but you know, so, but, but speaking about, like, your series and your character interaction and things like that, how, how, how in-depth do you guys want to go? I mean, do you guys have discussions about that before the book, or is there a lot of discussion before the book, like the plotting and where you're going to set it and kind of how it's going to be, and then you worry about the, the details while it's going on? I mean, I think that the, the characters now have existed long enough that we have a pretty good idea who they are. And what's super fun about the way that, Jeff and I write is we, we write in this three act structure. So we, we come up with part one. Um, we, we brainstorm that inciting event and, and kick off the conflict. And then, um, you know, as we start putting the characters into bigger and bigger messes and problems start happening, um, we almost sort of discover, you know, how they're going to respond as we go. And that's pretty fun. Um, so we don't always, we don't have the whole book mapped out. When we get started, we have a general idea where we want to go. We know kind of what we want to happen at the end, but there's lots of twists and turns there. And so um, it's more just staying true to who these characters are as we create situations for them. Uh, and then we, then Jeff and I will always caucus and say, all right, here we go. Let's, let's see how they respond. Yeah, it almost sounds trite to say that, I know. Oh, the characters tell us what to write. But it really does at this point feel that way. I, I think that early on we, we were, had to spend a little more time talking about how to arc out these characters and how we wanted them to evolve. I mean, if you look at a character like Grimes, like in the first book, she started out so different than where she is now. And we mm-hmm. were quite intentional about taking her on that evolution, you know, from the, you know, oversight, pain in the ass to really being integrated and part of the team and, and almost, almost to the level of being an operator. Um, so that was very intentional. But as the, as the books have, have gone on and the series has matured, 
I agree with Brian. There's a little less of that. Now it, it's more, it's less at the beginning and more in the middle, like you were saying, John, where it's like, you know, we sort of get things going. And there might be an occasional discussion, like what would happen to Elizabeth if that happened or how would John react? react to that particular situation or stressor. Um, but it, it takes a lot less work now, I think, because it's like people you know. Well, what you guys do to Grimes as well in this book, shame on you again. But uh, <laughs> 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 I'm digressing. Um, Dude, you got to get over that. <laughs> I know, I do, I do. Um, but one of the things that's so cool about this series is I grow with these characters as you keep writing about them. And this is one of the things we always talk about on the show is the series versus standalone issue. And so I'm wondering, have you guys thought of standalones at all? Or are you taking these possible standalone ideas and incorporating them into series because that's what you prefer? I don't know if it's a preference. It's sort of, um, you know, it's sort of where we are now uh, just because Tier 1 has been so successful. And then, as you guys know, Sons of Valor is coming out from Blackstone next year, and that's a spinoff that features characters from the tier one books. And obviously that's something that is series material almost by definition. And so um, we have written and played around and outlined various standalone things individually and together. And I will tell you there's, to me, there's a luxury in both. Like when you're writing a series, Mm -hmm. it is nice to say, I, I don't have to encapsulate the entire arc in these 400 pages. I can, leave my character with other places to go. Um, but there's a lot uh, to be said about a standalone where you can just have one magnificent event that doesn't need to go anywhere but to the end. Uh, there's a little bit of a, of a freedom in that too. So I like both of them. It's just where we are now with the various deals that we have, we're sort of in the series mode. Um, so it's not a preference. It's just sort of where we are. And I think when you sit down to map out or, or to create a new story, um, certain, certain subject matters lend themselves more to series material than others. And in this particular world of covert operations, it very much lends itself to a series because um, the types of people, the stories, these characters that we're telling, these are individuals who are in this as their profession. And it's never just a one, one and done type of, type of thing. You might have a mission where it's one and done, but there's always some new bad guy, some new threat. And so what's really fun about the series approach is that um, this is what it's like in real life. You know, you're, you're getting older, you're accumulating your own scars, both physically and, and emotionally, as you progress in rank and experience. And uh, it feels, I think it feels very organic to readers to go along that journey with these characters and having Jeff and I, we served in different communities in the Navy, but that's what it's like. You remember what it's like when you first joined the Navy and you don't know anything. You're a rookie, you're a nub, you're unqualified, you don't know what the hell you're doing. And then, you know, through a series of trial and error and training and mistakes and, and little victories along the way, you start to accumulate an experience and, and you, you, you grow and you become knowledgeable. And then maybe at the other end of the of the arc, you know, as you start to age out of your community because of your ranks too high or you're, you're physically aging out, that's a whole other series of emotions. So you get to go along on the ride, and it, it'd be a shame to start off a character in, in that early stages and, and not get to finish that character's art, not get to tell the story of what their, their existence and their professional, 
pursuits ups and downs are in the community. Yeah, and I, I will tell you, this might be one other thing that just pisses Jeff off, but we, um, we've actually been very, very intentional about doing something a little bit different in our books, which is giving a multi-book arc to some of our antagonists. Um, and that's a little bit mm-hmm. more work, and it's not something – I think it's not something you see typically in our genre, but it is very nice for a writer to be able to take the reader on a ride. It's not just like the supervillain petting the cat in, in, in their seat, you know, and then at the end they get a bullet in the head, and then there's a new supervillain with a new cat. Um, being able to take those guys on an arc as well is really fun as a writer to be able to, you know, they have relationships and they have their own motivations and pulling that out over several books has been something we do that's different, but very, very enjoyable as a writer. Well, um, I have to say, I, I like it as well as a reader, but still I'm not talking to you guys after this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there, well, there it is. There it no, is. I'm kidding, yeah. Obviously. Um, so, <laughs> One of the things that I was excited to hear, and I thought um, you guys should announce it on our show, um, you have a new But before deal. we do that, let's take a break from our sponsor. No, I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do the, you know, the TV thing where it's like, and the winner is, yeah, the commercial. The commercial always wins. All right, let's hear this, because I don't even know this. So this is a surprise for anyone else there listening. I don't know this either. So, Brian, you want to do that or you want me to do it? All right, Jeff, ask the question. Jeff, you can so be honest. So, what are you guys? Yeah. So, what are you guys working on now? That uh, is the big announcement here. So, you know, we've uh, it's been really exciting over the last couple months. We've been able to announce the Sons of Valor series and then the Shepherd series, which is our new deal with Tyndale House coming out next year. But we are now officially able to announce uh, that we're going to be working with Tom Colgan over at Penguin. And we will now be writing the Webb Griffin Presidential Agent Series on behalf of the Griffin Estate uh, under the Putnam imprint. So we're super, super excited. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you guys are going to be a, so you guys are going to be the new Webb Griffin uh, authors. Yep. That's correct. Yeah. So it's going to so it'll say like Webb Griffin. It'll have both your names like written on it because I know that we've had you know people write Tom Clancy and Mitchell, but I don't think this is to be the first time that there's been a writing team stepping up. Am I right? Well, there won't I be enough name. room for Jeff's name with all the other names, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you mean me yeah, or Jeff? Another Harris? announcement. No, I was going <laughs> to say this is the announcement, of Jeff Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no. Jeff didn't know that either. <laughs> so, yes, so this is the first, I, I, mean, I mean, unless I'm wrong, but I don't remember a writing team having the ability to, to take that over. That's, so that's, I think you guys are the first. I think we are the first. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, we're, yeah, we're, we're really, really excited early. about this opportunity. So, so, so you've got to talk a little bit of, okay. So for people out there who are not in the business and not understand, how does – something like this come about for an author? Like how do they approach you or do you approach them? Talk a little bit about that so people kind of have an understanding how authors are kind of taking over series. Well, I think one of the interesting things about this, especially for in, you know, folks that are in the industry that understand that there are these, these big brands, these icons of, of the genre who establish their brands, they really cross that that digital chasm. You know, there were, there were some brands like Clancy and Ludlum and, and Griffin, of course, and they had huge paper sales. And, 
and they easily survived the transition to digital, which a lot of other mid-list brands did not. And, you know, as these uh, gentlemen passed away, there's still quite an appetite uh, for these stories to continue. And so I think, I think Clancy might have been the first brand to continue. Don't quote me on that. But as you, as you pointed out, several authors have picked up the mantle now and, and um, continued that series on, both the Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan Jr. series. Mm-hmm. But we are going to be the first authors to, can, to pick up the Webb Griffin series, Presidential Agent series. And I think what happens in the background at the estate and, and publisher level is there's discussions about, you know, who's writing in the industry now that do they think can represent the ethos of the series and, and not try to replace the original author, but provide the same sort of energy and, and, um, and, and direction that the series had from the original author. So and in our case, it was, you know, I can't speak for everybody and everyone, every situation might be a little different, but in our case, we were, you know, we had a, a, a personal relationship with Tom Colgan over at Penguin. We had met him a couple years ago and we had talked on and off sort of casually about uh, doing some work with, uh, with Penguin. And he approached us uh, late last year and, and said, Hey, you know, I have this, I have this opportunity that I think you guys might be right for. Uh, and he pitched it to us. And I, I can tell you that, my my initial reaction was not, you know, overwhelming joy. It was more trepidation. Like, it, not that it wasn't flattering to be asked and not that the idea wasn't exciting. Sure. But, you, you know, the idea of trying to write such an iconic uh, author, you know, it's it's a little bit overwhelming. And um, those discussions were, with Tom really pointed us in the right direction, which was he's like, look, the estate and, and the house – we're not looking for someone, like Brian was saying, to reproduce Webb Griffin. You can't do that. If you try to do that, you're going to fail miserably. Only Webb Griffin can write Webb Griffin. But if you can take the characters that he's developed and put them into a new situation using your writing style and, you know, write as Andrews and Wilson and carry on the mantle of these characters, then that's a recipe for success. And so I found that a little bit comforting. Uh, Otherwise, I think I would have been paralyzed with – fear and I wouldn't have been able to, to even take on the project. But they were real supportive. The estate was real supportive. They asked us to, you know, come up with a, a pitch for what we think would be the next book because there's, there's already eight books in the Presidential Agent series. Uh, but the last one came out many years ago. It's been since 2012 or 13, I think. Now, had you guys and, read um, all eight before? Um, I had not read all eight before this. I had read okay. several of them, but I hadn't read all eight before this discussion, but we very rapidly did just that. And, okay. um, you know, because that's the real stressor is not to continue the storyline as much as to continue the characters the way that Webb Griffin envisioned them, uh, the way that he uh, delivered them to the reader. We want to be able to carry that on. Now, we have a little bit of an advantage over some writers, which is, you know, there's a built-in cushion of time. So the last book came out, uh, like I said, I believe it was 2013. And so we pitched to, to the estate and to, to Tom, why don't we just say there's been this gap of time, you know, that, that Charlie Castile, everybody's favorite character from the Presidential Agent series, has been in retirement. There was a change of administration, and so he's, you know, been out at retirement, and now some new conflagration requires them to bring him back. 
that gave us the ability to introduce new characters and uh, not have to just re- reproduce every single character arc that he'd already developed. And so that did make it a little easier for us, um, but super exciting to be at a right you know, under Webb Griffin's brand, obviously. Uh, The characters are amazing. The stories are awesome. The premise is fantastic. So we're really excited. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun to see how the readers receive the work. So the big question is for fans of your books, what does that mean? I mean, does that mean that you're going, that now you're going to have to cut back one a year? Are you going to write four a year? Are you going to just, I mean, how, how is it going to go moving forward with your guys' you know, Tier 1 books and then your other series, your Sons of Valor and your Shepherd series, and now the Webb Griffin one? Yeah, yeah so, so we, uh, that's, a great, that, that's a great question. Um, I think we... I, I only have good ones, Brian, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the well, other Jeff you got to worry about. No. Right, we never Jeff's know what one. other Jeff's curveball is going to be. Well, thankfully, we've, we have already um, penned uh, the first Sons of Valor book. That's, that's done. It's in, it's in copy edits. The first Shepherd's book is complete, and we're putting the final touches on this Webb Griffin book. So we're, we are going to gonna be busy for us, uh, not, not going to lie. We've, 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 we've got a big whale to eat here, but that, that's the greatest thing uh, that you can ask for in this, in this business is to have uh, too much to do in too little time. So our plan right now is to keep churning on all these series. Uh, we don't want to let the fans down in in any of them. So you can, can you can expect uh, you know three to four books uh, per year for the next couple of years coming out of us. Man, that is absolutely amazing, and they're all different publishers too, which is also interesting. You don't see that either. Well, and I think that actually deserves, deserves comment because, you know, with all of these moving parts, um, it would be impossible to do without the support of each of these editors at each of these houses. And, you know, the, the thriller writer community, I think, is, is a little bit unique in publishing. It's a, you know, there's bad apples everywhere in every job in America, but this community of writers is just like a big family, and uh, it's proven true at the editor level, too. We've gotten so much support from each individual editor, from each of these houses, supporting all of our work to the extent that they actually were able to communicate and plan out schedules and deadlines so that all of this could happen and all of this, all these deadlines could be met. And if we didn't have, you know, such amazing editors in, in Tom and Karen Watson, uh, Rick Blayweiss and his team at Blackstone, if we didn't have all those people, it would be impossible. So uh, I think it says a lot about the thriller community uh, that we're able to do this. It says more about the community than it does about us, I think. Wow, that, that is so cool. And I'm glad they're not taking your four books a year and releasing them all on the same day. That would be kind of, <laughs> kind of bad. Um, that, that would be good for nobody. <laughs> exactly. Do you have um, anything going in terms of uh, film or TV? Well, we, uh, we don't have are any always, news. Yeah, I mean, we're always pursuing things. We have some discussions going on there. We have... We certainly have aspirations, right, Jeff? <laughs> so. Yeah, that's. I mean, who who doesn't, right? And we've we've like a lot of people. We've always had a couple. You know, this this producer or this uh, 
film agents sort of sniff around our work and express a little interest, and then you, you don't hear about it much. So right now we do have a couple of things that are uh, for very early stage discussion about things, but we certainly don't have any announcements about that at the moment. Yeah, we, we unfortunately don't have any Mark Greeny level nuclear bomb type news to drop. So <laughs> Right. That'd be that'd be Jeez, awesome. Yeah. Although I'll tell you, if we had one more thing to announce right now, I think that I would be uh headed for uh divorce court. Like this <laughs> four books a year. That's about that's about enough for right now. The next That's true. Twenty twenty does thing. suck. <laughs> yeah, well, well I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. 2020 is the absolute worst year that I've ever been a part of. Unless you're Andrews and Wilson, and then, you know, good grief. Like, I mean, I almost, I feel horribly guilty saying it, but what a great year for us. (laughs) um, (laughs) Great, yeah, for your career. That's awesome. Yeah, so, but taking on one more thing right now would just be uh, about more than we could handle. So we're happy and content to to wait to see what other news develops, but there's there's no hurry in my mind. Now, real quick, too, on the Web Griffin thing. Now, do they say, do they give you so many books? Do they say, okay, you can go ahead and do this one, or do they want to do the next three? Kind of just how, how do they kind of structure that? Like, do you know how many you're going to be doing, or is it just one by one by one? Jeff, you want to take that? You want me to? Oh, sure. Yeah, sorry. Um, Yeah, so right now, you know, we pitched our first book and uh, worked with the estate, got their approval to write it the way we wanted to, and that's the book we're working on now. Um, We won't know anything about subsequent books until this book has gotten through the editorial process, uh, but certainly we'd be delighted to continue to write them. It was, it's, we're almost done with our very rough draft, which as you guys are writers, you know, that doesn't mean anything. You still got a lot of work to do, but it has been a delight to write it. Very, very fun. Uh, so I'm certainly hopeful that we'll do more, but uh, we won't, we won't really know until next year, I'm sure. Gotcha. Cool. So I guess andrews-wilson.com. That is your website. Is that the best place for everyone to find out about all your stuff, uh, all your news, or do you guys now have, like, your own satellite? <laughs> no, that's the best place to go. Oh, okay, just talking. And, and uh, well, when, the, when, the, when Elon Musk is done with all his Starlink stuff, then we'll put some Andrews and Wilson satellites. Hey, there. Elon sure, Musk but... still hasn't built our tunnel in L.A., so that Bowser's late. Yeah, he needs a tunnel to Las Vegas is what I heard. Yeah, I don't know. He's trying to build some tunnel around L.A. I don't know where it is or what he's doing, but I guess there's something going on. But, yeah, if you go to our website, andrews-wilson.com, on the homepage, there's uh, a place that you, you can sign up for our mailing list. And if you subscribe to the list, that's the best way to get updated on, you know, all our latest releases. Uh, if for our subscribers, we do sort of some exclusive stuff, exclusive content, first looks, um, giveaways, and things like that 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 you can't find anywhere else. So, uh, and and we don't send a lot of mail. We don't we don't trade or exchange people's email addresses. So, um, yeah, it's it's easy and safe and and uh, a good way to stay informed. Nice, nice. Yeah, so. and how, how long? I mean, you guys don't have time to do write a newsletter anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's doing that? So now you're going to have to start. You're going to have to start hiring people to write for you now. <laughs> we, 
Yeah, that would be funny. Know, it's, it's, triple layer. That would be that that would be funny. But I will tell you, all kidding aside, we've had a we've had a couple of our colleagues that you know when this fourth deal was announced, they're like, oh, well, so are you starting to look for people to write the tier one and and that kind of thing. And the answer is no. And never do I imagine us uh, not writing these books ourselves. All the series that we write that that's the joy of it. Like the rest of it is the work. And if I'm not doing that, then I don't I don't know why I would continue. I could see Jeff send an email to Brian, like, dude, I can't get through this. Like, I'm having a problem with this scene in this Web Griffin. Brian sent her back saying, screw you, man. I'm still trying to work on the freaking Tier 1 book. you got to work on your own. i got to shut the deal over here myself. Can't be helping you. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, you, we joke about that, but there is some truth to the fact that now with this type of schedule, it is not a linear, necessarily just a linear process anymore. It's not like, okay, we research the book, we write it, we edit it, we copy edit it, and then we publicize it. There's always multiple books in different phases of the process. So we do get pulled uh, at different, you know, we get pulled in different directions uh, regularly now. So, you know, while we're, like right now, we're working on that rough draft of the first Web Griffin book, like Jeff said, but we've got two books in various stages of production that have already been finished. So, you know, uh, we're always having to come back and sort of divide and conquer. And that's, that's where the co-authoring thing uh, really, really pays dividends is because we are able to divide up the work and, and do stuff that we, we just simply wouldn't have the bandwidth to do if we were working by ourselves. Cool. Yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah. Well, guys, we want to thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing the news with us. And, of course, we're talking about your latest book, Collateral, the sixth book in the Tier 1 series, along with – Everything else you got going on, uh, congratulations on everything. Great news, fantastic for your guys' career. Couldn't be happier to see this going on. So congratulations again, guys. Way to go. Thanks, man. Thanks it's so always much. good to talk to you, John. And, and Jeff, I'm sorry you're so mad at us, but uh, oh, next year so, okay, but... we'll buy you a beer. He'll get we'll over it. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll get over it, right? He'll watch well, Picard and he'll forget all about talking to you. Can we trade them? So. All right, guys, will you enjoy it? We will talk soon, all right? Again, everybody, the book is called Collateral. Make sure you go out and get it. It is available September 1st. Andrews-Wilson.com is the website to check out everything that they got going on, and I'm sure you'll be having a lot of updates about the Web Griffin series as it goes uh, forward, and so keep up to date. So, again, guys, thank you so much, and enjoy, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas.